Welcome to Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a lot about life and a little about business. Your host, Ashley Ramsey, will be sitting down with guests from all different sectors of the real estate industry to tell you their real life stories. From hardships to triumphs and business to personal lives, we promise to bring you the tea. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spilling the Title Tea. Today's guest is Teresa Long, who is an owner and licensed auctioneer of Long Auction Company. Welcome to the show, Teresa. Thank you so much for having me. So, Teresa, I would love for you to tell our audience how Long Auction Company came into existence, because I know this wasn't your first career path. That's correct. Right after we married in 1985, my husband Wayne and I, we enjoyed antique stores and so forth. And so we always attended auctions. We both had public jobs. Wayne worked for the city of Richmond and I worked with Eastern Kentucky University for 20 years and then switched over to county government for the last 10 years. We always wanted to work in something that dealt with auctions and so forth. And Wayne always wanted to be an auctioneer. So at the encouragement from another auctioneer in the early 50s, while we both had public jobs, Wayne secured his principal license auctioneer, and Long Auction was established in 2011. And while living on the farm, he auctioned cattle and fence posts and all sorts of things growing up, and he always just loved it. And then, of course, our lifestyle, we both grew up with antiques and primitives and farm collectibles in both of our homes. And so when we married, it just seemed to fit for us to continue on that path. And so if I'm wrong on this, Miss Teresa, are you one of, if not the only women in the state of Kentucky who's licensed as an auctioneer? Oh, no, no. There's many female principal auctioneers in the state of Kentucky and across the United States. I'm just fortunate enough to be one of a few that are here in Madison County. So we know why Wayne decided that he wanted to be an auctioneer. It was something that he had wanted to do from early childhood. But what got you to the point that you decided, you know, later in life, hey, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and be an auctioneer too? Well, I always attended the Kentucky Auctioneer Association meetings and continuing education meetings with Wayne. And every year we would go and participate and learn about the auction industry, educating ourselves to provide better services. And someone encouraged me to participate and become an apprentice auctioneer. So I did. I signed up. Part of the process to become a principal auctioneer, you have to have 80 hours of education at a auction school. And so I waited a couple of years before I took the next challenge to continue my education, complete the requirements to become a principal, and then took the state exam to become a principal auctioneer. Along with that, my sister, Jackie Tate Stewart, also completed her principal license. And so both of us now work with Long Auction Company, and we have three licensed principal auctioneers here at our facility. Yeah, right here in Madison County. That's amazing. Yes, ma'am. We all three are also members of the National Auctioneers Association and the Kentucky Auctioneer Association, and we participate in a variety of opportunities to expand our education in order to provide better service for our customers, whether that be learning about the states, learning about marketing, 
we're always trying to better ourselves so that we can provide better services. And I think that's just being a good steward of your business. You know, every business owner should be striving to do that. Yes. I always thought how foolish of me to pursue more education in my 50s to start a new career. But every day is a learning experience and you make of every day the best you can. And what better way to support our husband and wife first business opportunity with Long Auction Company than to be a part of it 100%. And so that's what we do. We both work to better ourselves in order to help the process for other people that need our assistance. We like to say we're problem solvers for people. I love that. And I love that whole, it's not a concept, it's a truth that it's never too late to do something new. It's never too late to change your mind, have a new adventure, learn something new. I think that's a great way to look at life for all of us. It's just a great attitude to have. One other thing I'd like to say, ironically, we both had public jobs. Wayne served as a firefighter here in the city of Richmond, and I worked in education in the county government. And we thought we will start our auction business, we did in 2011, and we would gradually grow it while we had public jobs and also farmed on the side. And we would have something to do when we retired from public work. And so it was funny because the auction business took off greater than we had anticipated. And so we were juggling three full-time jobs at the same time, farming, public work, and then the auction business. But we survived. The good Lord blessed us and continues to bless us every day. And we're just thankful for the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, that's a lot of work. But as with anything, it just takes hard work if you're going to be successful at anything, let let alone at three different full-time jobs at once. That's exactly right. So in the world of real estate, people often like they think of auction companies as they're going to auction off a home or maybe some acreage. But there is so much more that you guys offer to your clients. And I'd love for you to share a little bit with the audience about the services that Long Auction provides. Yes, ma'am. Like I said, we'd like to refer ourselves as problem solvers. And I'll give you an example. We primarily focus on estates and living estates. That means someone's passed away. There's a house full of items. In order to settle an estate, you have to liquidate those items into cash so that they can be dispersed among the heirs. And so what we are called to do is to come in and to help the family or whoever's in charge facilitate that process, getting the most asset out of your item. And that could be the land, it could be the home, or it could be the contents of that home or the outbuilding or the farm. And so that's what we do. We go in and we meet with a family or a client and help them to decide and navigate through the perils of dealing with an estate of how to turn their assets into cash. And we look at every item in the home as having value. Now, mind you, it may not be a lot of value or value that someone's anticipating, but we work very diligently to showcase those items in order for someone to want to purchase them at an online auction, because that's what we do. We're an online auction facility helping families to liquidate their assets, whether it be household, antiques, you know, farm equipment, or any personal property, and then the land or the homes. I know that you have some good stories on this because I've heard a few of them about people 
hiding their belongings in places that you wouldn't think. And you guys really have to go in with a fine tooth comb to make sure that you're finding every little nugget of something that could make money for the family. Yes, man, that's true. When we meet with a family, we always ask them, what are you looking for? Is there something in the home that you haven't located that you know mom had or dad had? And we get everything from, well, it might be a firearm. It might be jewelry. It might be a special something from their great-grandparents. And so we always go into a home looking in every nook and cranny, every possible way. And then we try to find that item for the individual. And then we always discover things. A good example, we had a family that said, we're missing some rings. We don't know where they are. Well, the jewelry box was full. Multiple jewelry containers were full, but those priceless rings were never located. So in the china cabinet, in a little hen and chicken, and those are little glass dishes for those that don't know that have a chicken nest, and it's two pieces. That's where we found the rings. The family was delighted. They couldn't understand why their mother would put them in the china cabinet away from all the other jewelry. But to that individual, that was the protected, safe place. We've also had folks to put their jewelry in Ziploc bags and put them inside the flower canister. And you wouldn't think of that being a safe place, but for that individual, it was. We try to discover every item like that. We like to say we don't leave any stone unturned. We normally find jewelry, cash, money, all those things in a home when we go into it. Now, I want to back up a little bit, Ashley, and tell you that we offer two services, really, with Long Auction. We offer an in-house opportunity to sell the belongings of the home at that location, or we can relocate them to our Long Auction facility, which is a 60 by 100 building that's located out on Muleshed Lane across from the Richmond House of Prayer. We've been in this facility since 2014. We built our own building on our farm, and this is where we operate out of. When we first started in 2014, we were strictly a live auction business. Due to COVID, we transferred to an online operation. So we can take items, show them in the best light by taking multiple pictures and putting them out there for the World Wide Web to see. And we take a lot of of time to describe an item, measure an item, take pictures of those items so that someone in Canada or California or Florida can look at that item and know that they can trust what they're seeing and what the description said. We get a lot of -of out-of-state buyers. We provide a third-party shipping that helps tremendously to get those items from here to California. And so we want someone that's not going to make it to preview to be able to look at a picture and look at our description and be confident in what they're purchasing. And so we work very diligently to do that so that folks aren't surprised when they show up or their shipment is received and they're happy with it. We don't want any surprises. We want everybody to know if there's a flaw in something, whether it be a manufacturer flaw or a nick on the rim of a piece of Bobby pottery. Even though it's got a nick, there are IB collectors that will love it and they will still purchase those things. What would you say is the strangest item you've ever sold? Well, not necessarily the strangest item, but we've been fortunate to sell large collections from 
everything from Carnival Glass. We had over a 4,000-lot Carnival Glass sale. Wow. That took two days. That was actually a live and a simulcast sale we did several years ago. We have sold a 1,200-lot insulator collections. We've sold sad irons. And these are large collections of people. And one of the neat things is we're always learning something because there is a collector for just about every item out there. Beanie Babies was a big rage, so there are lots of Beanie Babies circulating. People that collect buttons to do button craft or just to have in jars. People that collect ball jars and mason jars. So through the years, we've sold an enormous amount of items. And to us, they're all unique because they were someone's treasures. And we try to showcase them in such a way that maybe a new person might come along and say, hey, I like that idea. I think I want that in my collection. I like that. I think that's a really good point, too, that you have no idea what kind of things people collect across the states and, you know, like you said, into Canada and different places. So something that the family would think, you know, this is trash. Who would want this? Is really somebody else's treasure. They don't really have any idea what value it has until it's in your guys' auction. And then they can come away amazed that that particular thing that they didn't think had any value was much more valuable to someone else than they would have ever thought. That's correct. And I'll give you a, a little story about that. When a family calls us and we go to their home and they have a rollback dumpster in the driveway, we start there first because families aren't always aware of what has value because there are so many people that collect different things. And ephemera, which is paper-type items like programs from a basketball game or tickets or old postcards, those type things that people think don't have value, there's someone out there looking for it. And so a recent sale that we did, they had a lot of ink pens and pencils and vintage advertising items from local businesses and businesses in the state of Kentucky. And so when we paired them out and some of the lots brought over $100 for just old pens and pencils, and the family said they had no idea. That would have been the first thing that they threw away, but they allowed us to come into the home first and do all the separating and sorting and so forth. And that's one of the things that we pride ourselves in being able to simplify the process for folks that are trying to liquidate their home or business or farm. We take a careful approach to each family and helping them to navigate the emotional ups and downs that go with the process. Because dealing with an estate, it is very difficult from an emotional standpoint. You have to be ready to let go. And in some cases, the family just doesn't have the time. Either the property is sold and the house has to be emptied and so forth. We try to help everyone in whatever stage of the process they are in. We have some families that will call us at the very beginning and say, here are the keys. You do it. You sort, divide, find whatever you find. We have other families that will have gone through the process and try to sort them and throw away a lot of things. And, you know, when we ask questions and they'll go, oh, I threw that away or I threw this away. Then we have some families that already have it boxed up. They're ready to get rid of it. In that, you know, in those cases, it comes back to our building and then we put it in an auction. Not every home has enough for an entire auction. We generally run auctions with six to 800 lots. 
We try to provide as many single items as we can just to get the value out of that one item for someone. A good example is Bobby Pottery. This past fall, we sold some Bobby Pottery ornaments. Not everyone was aware that they made them. They were, you know, simple from the house to the candy cane bell. And they realized over $75 a piece for just one single ornament. Wow. The family didn't realize what they had. And so, you know, we try to put each lot in its own light, so to speak, so that everybody gets a chance to see and make the determination of what they're willing to pay for something. We like to say, you bid your own price. And essentially, that's what happens in the auction. You bid what you think you're willing to pay for it and what you want to give for an item or a lot. And so that's how a family, you know, you always have families that will say, well, we'll just do a yard sale. What happens with a yard sale is the best items usually sell first. And then you get down to where you have just things that are harder to sell. Well, what do you do with them? And most families that end up either bundling it up and selling to one individual or taking and giving to one of the nonprofits that they can use. And so... We like to say with an auction, you may have some really good things, but then you get down to the brooms and the cleaning supplies and things. Those have value too. So we, in an auction, the prices kind of average themselves out. So you may not get a great deal of money for the couch that you have, but you may get a surprising amount of money for the utilitarian items like the brooms and the mops and the cleaning supplies. So that's how we look at a house or someone that's been in a retirement community. They may have already sold most of their items. They've moved into a retirement facility, so they don't have as much. And we may have two or three of those individuals that we put together to combine to make one multi-estate auction. That's a good idea. How long do your auctions normally run? We like to run the auctions anywhere from 8 to 12 days. A good example, we have an auction up right now. We have everything from antiques, Victorian furniture to everyday household and some washer and dryers. It was a multitude of estates, several that came from retirement communities and so forth that we put together. And surprisingly, a lot of the items fit with the other estate items that we have. Typically, we like to end our auctions on a Thursday. We do a two-hour preview from two to four. The sale starts ending at seven o'clock at night. And so it's a timed auction. So every 12 items will go off every two minutes unless someone's still bidding on a lot. And once the sale is over with, we send out invoices. And then the next day on Friday, folks come and retrieve their items. We accept cash or check. The credit card isn't charged unless the family requests that or the buyer requests that when they come. But we do keep a credit card on file in order to allow someone to bid. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because that's just a safety precaution sort of thing on your end. That's correct. We've been very fortunate and blessed with the customers that we have. And by attending different conferences and shows, we hear other auctioneers that have issues with people that provide an incorrect credit card or they bid on something with no intention of ever picking up, which is fraud because they have to agree to the terms before they can bid. But we try to make it to where that we don't have that issue. And we work hard to make it so that everyone bids, enjoys the opportunity and goes home with a treasure and the client gets their money. 
I love it. It's a win-win. Yes, ma'am. We have a tremendous number of uh, customers locally, regionally, across the state, and then across the United States. We've been very fortunate with items that we've uh, sold that piqued somebody's curiosity and, you know, wherever they may be. And we've got a lot of clients that have felt that they could rely on us, and we've provided what they needed in order to liquidate their assets. And so without the clients and without the customers, we wouldn't be where we are. And our customers are truly why we're in business, because they become part of your family. You may not see them all the time, but they're very supportive, and they like our post. They share our post. They talk about what a good deal they got, or if someone's looking for a piece of furniture. And that is invaluable to us. And I'll tell you how supportive they are. Through the years, we've always had a charitable side of Long Auction Company. Started out when we were doing live sales, and it was Relay for Life. They provided concessions. We paid them for all of our employees to eat. But whatever money they earned on top of what we gave them was theirs. We did that for many years, and then we switched to a Clark Moore's archery team, and they provided a tremendous service, and they received the benefits. Liberty Place is a group that we've always been benevolent to, whether it be in-kind items or supporting their tea that they had in order for fundraising. This year, we supported Sleep in Heavenly Peace, and this is a nonprofit group that provides beds to children that do not have a bed. And when I heard the story, I thought, this is something that we need to be supporting. So one of the things that we did in our last sale of the season prior to Christmas, we offered five Christmas trees that were fully decorated for people to purchase so that the proceeds would go to Sleep in Heavenly Peace. So we did that. We also had uh, one of our catalogers that provided out of her own home lots of items that were Christmas related or holiday related to sell in order for the proceeds to go to Sleep in Heavenly Peace. We were pleased to be able to provide them with a check of over $500 just from our customers purchasing or donating cash for that time. So we love our customers. We're just very thankful and very appreciative that whatever group we choose to support, they're willing to do so as well. And so that's just invaluable to us, just invaluable. Absolutely. And I think it's a testament to this community and it's a testament to how well people trust you guys to handle the funds that you're given. And I just want to thank you, Teresa, for, you know, being a guest today and for sharing all the information about Long Auction Company and how you got started and how people can get involved. And we're going to put the information in our podcast description for your website so people can connect with you and they can follow the online auctions. That way, if they need you to help them with an estate, they can reach out. If they just want to be a customer and they want to buy some items from you, they'll have that ability. And, you know, again, they'll know that part of their proceeds are always going to go to something to help the local community. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity and being able to tell a little bit about our second career in (laughs) our later years, our retirement careers, perhaps. And just appreciate the opportunity. And if anyone is interested, they can contact us or follow us on our webpage at www.longauction.com. And we're always willing to meet with folks and help them any way we can, whether you end up being a client or not. 
And so don't hesitate to reach out to someone and let us help you navigate your way as you're trying to decide what to do. So again, I really appreciate the opportunity, Ashley. Well, absolutely. Like I said, thank you for taking the time to share your information and to share your story. And thanks to our audience for tuning in yet again to another episode of Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a little bit about business and a lot about life. That's all the tea we have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spilling the Title Tea and visit us online for more valuable resources at springdaletitle.com. Thank you.